Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Dave Campbell, Kellen Kennedy with you. Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Open 24-7. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 24-7-365. Yes, 24-7-365. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, Monday to Saturday. We're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline Daily Faceoffs. Frank Valley joins us on Mondays and Fridays for Horse Racing Alberta. Experience live standard red racing Fridays and Saturdays in Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Frank's been everywhere. He was here for the Heritage Classic. Uh, he was over in Sweden, and he joins us right now in the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Hello, Frank. How are you? I'm pretty good, Bob. How are you? Not bad. Uh, better now? Well, over the last A little couple, better? Yeah. I, I think they're going to make a concerted effort to put a, a structure and process in and try to improve the defensive play, which is not to say that uh, Jay Woodcroft wasn't trying to accomplish the same sort of thing. Um, I mean, it kind of makes life easier when Connor McDavid has nine points in two games. It kind of does. And the truth is, if not for Charlie Lindgren, the Oilers could have won that game seven or eight nothing against Washington. The Capitals had no juice. It was funny. Talking to a couple of Capitals people, they saw it coming. And I'm told that Anaheim is a very different team uh, without Leo Carlson in the lineup than when he is. And the team goes away a bit on the nights where they decide to load manage Leo Carlson. That's where we're going to start. Your thoughts on the Ducks' decision and the handling of Carlson. I actually like it. I, I don't have, I'm not going to knock a team for trying something new. I think too often we see 18 year old kids get thrown to the wolves and not everyone can do it. And just because you can't do it, every night of the 82 game season as an 18 year old doesn't mean that you should go back and play in Europe. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you should go play in the AHL. It just means that your expectations are different and there are no expectations for the ducks this year. So rather than put an 18 year old in the lineup, like Cole Sillinger in Columbus, and we saw the wall that he hit as a in nineteen year. As a nineteen year old, he hit the wall. He was pretty good his first year. Right, that's what I'm saying. He didn't build up to it. It was just, hey, I I think I've got this, and no issues. Don't worry about me. That's not how it works. So 
Um, it's different. It's unique. And I'm okay with it just to try something different because I think the list of players who have been ruined by coming over and okay. playing too soon is pretty long compared to the ones that haven't. And how do you think the uh, national hockey, how would you say like Anaheim, an organization that got a change made uh, in terms of how uh, rankings work for, uh, you know, in a revenue sharing league for major markets versus midsize because they got lumped into LA's before and then they got separated, which allowed them to collect some revenue sharing, which they hadn't in the past. How, how do you think uh, the Samuelis would be if suddenly there was load management with star players, veteran players, and, and maybe a Connor McDavid didn't get played in Anaheim? I, what, I don't know. Have, you have to ask them. Why, when, I mean, when, when, when maybe, you, maybe what does the ducks do to you? Not, I'm just saying it's a slippery slope. That's all I'm saying. I, I, actually, I, I get what I, you're saying, but I also don't think we're okay. No, 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 it's that okay. far away from seeing that at some point. Yes, I, I think you're probably right as well. I think we'll start seeing guys playing 75 games a year and maybe getting the occasional night off. All right, now we're going to talk about, and I don't know if you addressed this on your multitude. How many How many daily, do you do one daily podcast a day, two daily podcasts a day? How many do you I, do? I do one daily show with the voice of the Golden Bears. Tyler, you're right. So Reptile. you know that's gonna that's gonna immediately score points with me, right? You know that. Well, yeah, that's why I said it. I'm not dumb. Yeah, right. And uh, then I have a podcast twice a week, uh, the DFO Rundown, and I do hits all across the country. Yes, and DFO with uh, Jason Greger. So mm-hmm. let's get let's get to it. Uh, Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, uh, and I and I absolutely despise rumor mongering. You know that we've discussed this eight thousand seven hundred and forty three times on the air uh, over drinks. Uh, all I kind of, I just hate crap that gets festered out there, and some of it has happened in our market that was so off base mm-hmm. and offside that it was appalling. Uh, and sometimes you have to address it as as insane as that sounds. Right. So, I mean... W- there was a rumor floating around, and you don't have to search very hard on social media to find it. My own dad even called me and asked if it was true. Yeah. yeah it's it, insane. It is insane. I, I, I hate that we have to even d- address it, but... That's the deal. But does that, um, so I, I'm told like this is a different. So, nothing related to that. All right, so let me so let, explain what's happened here with Perry. Is he did he requested to leave from the team? Has the no. team okay? What the happened? The team made a decision to send Corey Perry away. Okay, it's quite clearly some kind of disciplinary action. Okay, the thing is, what is it for? And there's been all sorts of speculation. And innuendo and rumor and a lot of people are whispering, including agents and general managers and all sorts of people around the league. My phone has been buzzing for five days. Yes. And the truth is there's a lot of theories, but even some of Corey Perry's closest friends and family members don't know what's going on here. Okay. So I would caution anyone who thinks they know to guess again. And I would say that we are nearing some sort of resolution one way or the other as to what happens next. All right. But this is not a situation where Corey, we don't believe that. I mean, again, it's not Corey asking for the leave due to family time, like a, a no, no, there's no family issue. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's safe. Uh, there's, there's something that he did again. I don't know what that is. 
but something that he did that caused the Chicago Blackhawks to say, you need to take some time away. Right. Interesting. Okay. I mean, obviously. And at the same time, people have pointed to that and said, well, he issued a statement through his agent this week and said he's taking some personal time. Well, he is, but it wasn't his call to not be around the team right now. Okay. Well, there you have it. There's the update. Uh, But people on social media say that's not an update. And Frank, come back when you know more. Well, that's not how reporting works. I can tell you what I know right now. And, and the situation could very well, well, it's going to be fluid at some point. We know that. I mean, it's it's no... There is going to be a resolution this week. Okay. Uh, you know, one thing that... Are we going to have a resolution ever on 2018? The Team Canada World Junior Team? I mean, there's... I, I've, I've given up in terms of <laughs> trying to find uh, when that information is going to be coming out. The... It's... It was odd to hear the NHL and Gary Bettman essentially say in Sweden that they're not waiting for the London police service. Well, what does that tell us? Well, if they're not, then what are they doing? Their 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 investigation has been, quote, substantially complete for it feels like a calendar year now, does it not? And did anything ever come of the London police investigation or is it ongoing? The first investigation that London did into the uh, alleged assault was, and I don't even think you can call it alleged anymore. It's confirmed that something happened. Um, was produced no charges. This time around, they haven't said anything one way or the other, and that doesn't mean that their answer is going to change either. If that's what you're waiting for. Yeah. All right. So, so the league has they've got their own findings, is what you're saying. And and Hockey Canada's independent board-led investigation has its own findings and handed out justice or at least what they believe is punishment for the players involved and that part has also been appealed by the players and none of those findings will be public until the appeal process is exhausted and in speaking to some agents who have players involved they're hopeful that it's going to drag on for a while wow okay there you go. Frank Saravelli joining us. Uh, Frank, your thoughts today on the firing. I thought Dean Evison did a pretty good job. Like, you look at Minnesota, and, you know, there's terms, organizations playing with a stacked deck. Some might say Vegas uh, because of the Mark Stone situation with LTI. I mean, they had two pretty good players, uh, Paul Cotter and Phil Kessel. It couldn't even get into their lineup up front. That's how deep they were last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Uh, they were a stacked deck. Well, guess what? Minnesota's been the opposite case. And, and, and for the record, I think Kelly McCrimmon's a great GM, and he's utterly ruthless, and so too is Jillian Brisebois, and I thoroughly admire them for it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm, I, you know, Vegas won that series in the margins. You could argue they won that series the day they signed Sean Burke as a goalie coach because everybody in Vegas stops the puck, whether it's the zone defense that Cassidy has in place or the confidence level of the goalie whisperer, Sean Burke, getting the most out of his goalies. Whatever How about the-, the improvement that they made? That's one thing missing from the Oilers is the is a continual improvement from their goaltending. Yeah, well, and, and is, would Burke not be considered the best goalie coach in the league? I think he's certainly up there, and there's yeah. a reason why he went from goalie coach to assistant GM to GM candidate. 
and then now back to goalie coach. He was in the mix for jobs because he's not just a good goalie coach. Right. And uh, and they got, I mean, even this year, they got one guy at 932 and one guy at 922. When that Very happens, good. you win games. Where the heck were we? So you want to hear a stat? Yes. There's been three coaching changes so far in the NHL season. Mike Babcock, of course, followed by Jay Woodcroft and Dean Evason. Yeah. Jay Woodcroft points percentage as an Edmonton Oiler? 643. Dean Evason, 639. Yep. Very close. And the interesting thing is now John Hines comes in and he has greater than a hundred points percentage delta between him and Dean Evason's track record. And on on the one hand, I'm pretty surprised because you mentioned I was in Sweden and I had a a long conversation on on my podcast with Bill Guerin and he raved about Dean Evason. He said the players have to play. It's not up to the coach to go out there and do it. He was disappointed with their work ethic and compete. Obviously, their penalty kill is one thing and their defensive zone structure and a lot of the similar issues that have plagued the Oilers this year, including their stars not being their stars, that it came back to bite Dean Evason. The part that I'm not surprised is that John Hines is the guy. I just I didn't think that this would be the move that Bill Guerin would make. Yeah, well, a lot of Nashville connections, right, to Minnesota over the years. It's a, yeah, it's, I was going to say it's Pittsburgh. That's where it's rooted because, and, D, well, when Bill Guerin was the assistant GM in Pittsburgh and he was the GM of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, his coach there was John Hines. Last two head coaches for Minnesota both had connections to Nashville's organization. In fact, they might, I think both most recently were working for Nashville. Frank Saravelli joins us. The stacked deck I'm referring to in the opposite case in Minnesota is they're playing with $14 million of dead cap space. Bill Guerin says they don't care about that. The players don't care. Yeah. And I said, how could you not? It's it's reality. After a while, said, I think it catches up to you. I really do. Well, he said, you know, they it's their fault because they set the bar so high with back-to-back 100-point seasons. I, they made I, it known that they can actually achieve that level of success. My bigger question is, for a team that wants to consider itself a threat in the playoffs, Dean Evison's teams four years in a row not only lost in the first round but had series leads in all four years. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there there was – I think that they got the most out of them possibly in the regular season. Some would say that they overachieved. They did. They overachieved, Frank, in the regular season. And they over- and now what? We'll see How where they go. How do you explain a 66% penalty kill and Kirill Kaprizov, who was Minus dominating 10. and controlling games – on track for 27 goals. Frank, it's where's where's Minnesota in save percentage? 31st. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, there's one team behind them. Yeah, Carolina, and that's only because Tampa put up eight against them. The orders have moved up to 30th, by the way. And uh, there you go. If I could count the number of times the coaches get fired when goalies don't stop the puck and top players don't score, that's the con- That's the confluence of event. Every the orders have been. Will you concede, Frank? The orders have been a playoff team the last five years. They've been a playoff yes. team, okay? But they've been in peril each time over the last five years, and it's always at the same juncture. They don't get enough stops. What was the name of the goofy Finn that got Todd McClellan canned? The goofy Finn that got Todd. The Mc- big, the big tall Finn in net. Koskinen. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't that Nico bad. Koskinen. He wasn't that bad. 
Well, his he had a downward stretch that led to the fire. Well, yeah, because Talbot. That's what I'm saying. Every year you can point to it and say, okay, this is the 12 game run that cost this guy his job. Like, like in Jay's case, unfortunately, Connor got hurt, and I mean, he comes back and plays against Calgary in the Heritage Classic. Because McDavid and Drysdale are the Oilers' two toughest players. They play through that sort of crap. And he just started to look like himself again in the third period against Carolina. He took his game back right from the opening shift of the third period. And he hasn't looked back since. They were all, Carolina's got a hell of a team. They're not getting stops either, but they got a good team. And for the last seven periods, McDavid's looked different. And the end result is... And the power plays look different. And then you start to outscore and, and outrun your mistakes, and all of a sudden, that looks exactly like some of the the same hockey the Oilers have played the last few so years. So we know Edmonton's looking for still looking for a goaltender situation. The first course of action may be a potential recall with Jack Campbell. What other team do you think is looking for a deal right now? Maybe not in goal, but somewhere else. Toronto, Toronto is defense. certainly looking for a defenseman. Vancouver looking for a right-shot defenseman. Um, I'd imagine if this Corey Perry situation goes sideways with Taylor Hall also being out, you could see the Chicago Blackhawks looking for some support for Connor Bedard. Um, I think Buffalo is in the mix for something. I don't know if it's a defensive type of defenseman. Does someone like an all-around guy like Noah Hannafin make sense there? Um... I think that's kind of it on my radar for right now. There we go. Great stuff. Frank, love having you on the show. Uh, we are going to uh, move you. Pro- we'll disc- I'll reach out to you. We've got a, another gentleman that's got to make a, a switch late in the week. So uh, we'll talk. You know about- me. I'm a team guy. We've Yes, there's no I in team, uh, but there is an I in Saravalli. Yeah, Right at the end. Hey, by the way, what was the uh, better... Uh, were you at the game yesterday, the Eagles? I was. How awesome was that? It was unreal, especially when you bring a Bills van from Edmonton. Who was that? Tyler Uremchuk was down here. It for, was he really? He was down here for U.S. Thanksgiving. Huge Bills fan. I said, come down, spend Thanksgiving with me and my family. And uh, took him to the Bills game yesterday against the Eagles. Well, there you go. And the kicker making, drenched. The kicker making a 59-yard field goal. It, like, just unbelievable. The only thing that uh, I think exceeded that was fourth and 31 for Bama against Auburn. Oh, man. I was at Eagles-Packers playoffs, fourth and 26, Freddie Mitchell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was pretty good, too. There we go. Frank, we'll talk later in the week. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. 
Have a great week. There you go. That is Frank Saravalli for Horse Racing Alberta Experience Live Standard Bread Racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more info, head to thehorses.com. Guests and Oilers now, they get gift cards from Japanese Village. Now open for, um, for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. An afternoon celebration for the census. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We go on the Oilers now. Injury report. It's brought to you all season long by James H. Brown, injury lawyers. Trent Brown, Jim Brown. Hey, I know this. Trent would be super stoked that Chris Morris was named the U Sports Coach of the Year. Last time that happened for an Alberta Golden Bears football team, 2004, Jerry Friesen. I wrote his acceptance speech for him, maybe. A couple little. I told him, I said, you got to tell everybody you fooled everybody in the country. But Jerry went 7-1 back-to-back, and uh, Jerry is now the D coordinator for the University of Saskatchewan. Eli Hetlinger and the Golden Bears put up 40 on Jerry in the uh, semifinal game before Alberta's oh, just the worst beat of all time against UBC, who lost in the Vanier Cup to Montreal 16-9. Don't know if Alberta would have uh, beaten, um, if they'd hung on against UBC, they were going to the Vanier Cup. They were going to beat X because uh, UBC walloped X. Anyways, Oilers now injury report. James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We'll tell you. Uh, Shea Theodore for the Vegas Golden Knights was placed on IR. Uh, he will miss tonight's game in Calgary and tomorrow's game against the Edmonton Oilers. Martinez had been out as well uh, for a couple games for the Golden Knights. Of course, Dylan Holloway remains out week to week with a lower body injury at 625 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. It's uh, 6.28 in Edmonton. All right. If you lean considerably left, I'm telling you right now, turn off the radio right now for 17 seconds, okay? Because you might not like Jason from Sangudo. He has sent us a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Okay, I'm giving you the chance. Giving you the chance right here, right now. No, I'm not going to make a con, you know, com- comment about the Alberta Federation of Labor helping, uh, you know, support the NDP. Or I'm not going to go down that. But, but Jason from Sangudo. Bob, when Frank Cervelli asked who the goofy Finn was, I thought he was referring to Greta Thunberg. That one comes first. Well, first of all, I don't think she's Finnish. Is she? Um, but uh, I think she's Swedish. She's Swedish? Yes. Yeah. Well, that would be pretty insulting to a, a, a Finn and to a Swede, frankly. Oh, do you do not want to make that. I will say this. Jerry Johansson, who's one of the top agents in the business, always tells me, Bob, you never go wrong uh, getting a guy from a place that starts with the letter, letter S. Sweden, Saskatchewan, usually really good people. So there you have it. Uh, okay, hey, it's uh, we're wrapping up Black Friday at uh, Brent Ridge Ford, small town feel, great place to do business. Come be a part of the atmosphere. Let them prove to you why cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, eight-time President's Award, Diamond Award winners for customer satisfaction. Reach out. I think they're up to nine-time President's Award. I got to talk to Uncle Bilt. Reach out to 1-877-477-3673 or BrentRidge.com. Uh, Off to a global news weather traffic update. James done. When we come back, our farm report for wave bathroom renovations. Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condor.